Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. A few days ago, I had a wonderful opportunity to discuss not only what I do for a living, how I got into the business, but also answer some questions that I really didn't see coming, nor have thought about, frankly, in specific terms. And this all took place at career day at my kids' school. But before I dive into all of that, I want to remind listeners, if you're just tuning in, that I am currently offering a promotion of a 20-minute free phone call with me, no questions off limits, if you will rate and review the podcast. Take a screenshot of it and email it to me, and I will send you a link to get into my calendar and set up our call. I did this last fall, and it was such a rewarding experience not only for the designers who had burning questions they needed answers to, but for myself to learn more about the designers in our country who are knee-deep in renovation management or want to be adding this service. So rate and review the podcast, email me a screenshot of it, and you will get a link to get into my calendar. I look forward to talking to so many of you. And now let's get into this crazy conversation I got into with a whole bunch of teenagers at my kids' high school. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Like I just mentioned earlier this week, I was invited to my daughter's high school for career day. And I'll admit this is the second time I have been invited to do this. The first time she was not in the high school, but the school reached out to me because, and they were very honest, that they needed more, quote, creatives to fill out, I guess, the doctors and the lawyers and the bankers and the businessmen that were already signed up. And that one was not as successful, frankly, and why I haven't done it for a number of years. It was picture a a room. I had a PowerPoint presentation. It was dimly lit so people could see the PowerPoint presentation. And quite frankly, I think half of the kids slept through it. It was co-ed. You could tell the boys had zero interest in being in that room. And then the girls all thought what I did was fun and fluffy and playing with fabrics. And it would be like they see on HGTV. And then I had been invited to years past that. I had always politely declined because it really wasn't a very rewarding experience. So when this time came around, they said, no, 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 we changed the whole format. And it was going to be multiple people in one room with different careers. So for instance, I was put in a room with self-employed or entrepreneurs. So it wasn't so segmented. It certainly wasn't one-on-one. There were three of us. Actually, there was meant to be four of us. And so it was more of a Q&A, very um, kind of loose and a lot more interactive. And I thought, okay, I can do that. I certainly didn't want to do a PowerPoint presentation. And like I mentioned, my previous experience wasn't that rewarding, neither for me nor the kids, I felt. So in I went and I was in the room with an investment banker and a horticulturalist who worked at a very large, prominent garden in our area. And I thought, well, this is really interesting because the students are going to learn so much about three very 
vastly different fields. So it started as you would expect, right? How did you get started? What things did you learn in high school that prepared you for blah, 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 right? Fill in the blank. And I went down, you know, all of my, basically my mini bio. I went to the New York School of Interior Design. I stayed, I learned how to do renovation management and worked for women in New York, blah, blah, blah. But what I found was I don't normally talk about what I do for a living. And we've discussed this. Last week, we talked about marketing and promoting yourself. And while none of these kids are going to hire me, but it was still a great opportunity for me to work on my sales pitch of myself and my background. And frankly, the kids did sit up a little bit more when I said, I'm an interior designer and I specialize in renovation management. I even got a few looks up from the desk from some of the boys in the room, right? I thought, okay, I'm on to something. And that was a way of me to test certain words, certain phrases. And frankly, it worked. So the conversations were, you know, batting back and forth, Q&A, most of the questions we expected. We had been given, you know, a, a list in advance of some of the more important ones that we would be asked. And then it got into a free form. And that was when the information was really flowing. And again, some of them were comments that I would expect, you know, oh, you know, Mrs. Beery, are the HGTV shows, you know, based in reality? And so if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know, I am not a fan of those shows. And so again, I took the opportunity to educate these kids on what is real and what is not real about these shows. And they, again, sat up a little straighter in their chairs because I knew full well that every single person in that room has watched one of those shows. And just as a little aside, it seems like the Fix It or Flip It, or maybe it's Flip It or Fix It show, seemed to be the most popular. But that was a really great opportunity for me to educate all of the people in that room about the industry. Now, I can't say that any one of the students in the room seemed to have much interest in focusing on interior design, although there were a few students who are planning for art colleges. And so we did have a nice discussion about studio time and the intensity that projects can bring versus going and memorizing, you know, textbooks and doing a bubble test on them. So that was an opportunity, again, to further define what we do for a living and make sure that people realize that the gentleman to my left, who is an investment banker, has a vastly different day-to-day life than I have as an interior designer and still different from the gentleman who is a horticulturalist at the museum not far up the road. So the kids were getting an idea of, okay, so this one guy, the investment banker, he's pretty much on the phone by a computer. Now he doesn't have to sit at a desk. I mean, he did explain how the world has changed, but he is pretty stationary, right? He's not always client-facing. He does have some business trips, but for the most part, he is pretty stationary. Obviously, the horticulturalist doesn't come into contact with a lot of clients, right? He works with a group, he has a boss, and he has people under him. And really, he is mostly focused on working with plants during the day. And then they learn that my career, my day-to-day, is incredibly different and incredibly interesting as far as changing it up from day-to-day, right? I am never doing the same thing two days in a row, even if it's job site visits, right? 
It may be job site visit A is a bathroom renovation and we're in demo. And job site visit B is a kitchen renovation and we're in the finishing stages. It is going to be an extremely different scenario each and every day. And it gave me the opportunity to explain that. And I can guarantee you they all sat there and went, huh, never would have thought about that. I just figured that she was out getting furniture or playing with fabrics or meeting with clients. And again, it gave me an opportunity to remember what I do and more importantly, why I do it. And then it was interesting to hear where we were in our three separate fields. So I am in my 30th year of doing this for a living. The investment banker was in his 20th year, although he and I were about the same age. He had switched careers after about a decade in another field. And the horticulturist was much younger than us. He was only a couple of years in because he too had switched industries after starting out in a different field. So the entire conversation switched when this one gentleman in the way back of the room put his hand up and said, okay, so where do you see your careers going from this point forward? And I thought, I'm not sure I've ever been asked that before. Really, truly, I'm not sure. And I was sort of, quote, the last, right? It was starting with the horticulturalist. He would always answer first, and then the investment banker, and then me. So here I am standing there trying to formulate, like, what a fascinating question, and where do I see my career? And, you know, I don't know. Gosh, how am I going to answer this and and really, you know, kind of inspire this group? And it was towards the end, so I'm like, I really want to end on a high note. And he looked at me, and he goes, Mrs. Beery, can we start with you? And I thought, ah, crap. I'm not ready for this. I I really wanted to have a a really solid answer. And I looked at him and I said, that's a really fascinating question. And frankly, one that I don't give a lot of thought to. And I thought I was going to continue on. And he jumped in and he said, why haven't you thought about it? I loved this kid, by the way. He had a lot of chutzpah with him. And I said, you know, I'm so busy working on my day-to-day and then marketing for my soon and then future that I haven't given a whole lot of thought, quote, the big picture. Now, why is this important? It's important because I am just like each of you. I may have a lot of experience. I may have been doing this for a long time, but I too get stuck with my head down in the business, working day to day, solving all of the problems, keeping everything on track, and working on the marketing for the next six months to a year. I don't take a lot of time to think beyond six months to a year. Now, is that a good thing? No. No, I'll be frank. That is not a good thing, and I'm the first to admit it. So I looked at this kid, and without thinking, I said, I see my career leaning in towards the mentorships that I've started with other designers. And you could hear a pin drop. They looked at me and they're like, huh. And he even said, he goes, well, that's not what I expected. And I said, okay, well, what did you expect? And he looked at me and he said, why are you mentoring? I said, well, that's a great question. And so I took the opportunity to explain what I've been doing since COVID started. Starting this podcast, reaching out to in the beginning, homeowners, and realizing that it was the designers who needed the help and the guidance and the expertise that I had and was happy to share with them. And I explained to him, there are designers out there 
doing renovation management because they like it, doing renovation management because it's something they feel called to do, but not getting the support and the education and the experience that they need to be confident in their skills. I said, this is where I see my career going. It was the most validating moment that I've had in my career in countless years because this truly is what I feel called to do. Now, do I want to design less? Do I want to manage less renovation projects? No, because I love doing that type of work. It has fulfilled me for decades, and I anticipate it fulfilling me for many years to come. But what I did find about 10 years ago, was that there was something missing. It almost was like climbing a mountain, standing at the top of the mountain, being so proud of what you've done and how you've accomplished it and the goal that you set and met. And then you go, well, now what? Right now, I will tell you a billion times that no two projects are alike. No two clients are alike. No two budgets are alike. And on and on. And that is true. And that does keep me inspired. It keeps the fires going in your belly. You know, those are important things that I really actually require in order to stay doing what I do. But I did feel I had gotten to a point where I had seen a whole lot of this type of business. And I had accomplished a whole lot within the years that I had been doing it. And there were just was this weird feeling of, Well, now what? And trust me, I would never wish COVID back, not in a million years. I hope we never have to go through a time period like that again. But it did give me that little pause to be able to develop the what now part. And that is this podcast, the mentorship that I provide to countless designers across the country and outside of the country to the course that I built, Renovation Management for Interior Designers, to further support, break down, and explain the detailed steps that are needed to manage a renovation project for your clients successfully. And then lastly, I do it because I enjoy it. I feel so fulfilled when I get off a call with a designer and we've broken down all the problems they had into manageable and actionable steps. And I get an email from them the next day with the results of the action that they took. And some work and some don't. And then we brainstorm the rest. It is such a wonderful feeling to know that my experience can help others. And it's something that I don't plan on stopping. And while this young man wanted to know what my 10-year plan was, I said, that's a little far out for me, but my here and my now, this mentorship, this podcast, this connection with countless designers has filled that what now void that I was feeling in my professional life. So we ended on a high note. The kids actually seemed to be pretty interested and frankly were far more interested than when I'd done this very fancy PowerPoint presentation and showed all of my beautiful after photos and the oohs and ahs. Yeah, I didn't get much of that a couple of years ago. But this year, they felt inspired. And whether it's in the industry that I love, interior design, or whether it's an industry that they love and find fulfilling, they saw that there's so many different avenues 
and ways to explore inside one industry. Remember, I have never done anything other than interior design. But I explained to them, I've worked in commercial, I've worked in residential, I've worked in hospitality. Hell, I did a prison once. It's not a highlight. Don't ask me about it. It was a very strange experience. But now I'm doing podcasting and mentoring. And yet again, I've never left the interior design industry. So why is this important for all of you? The reason I wanted to share today was because last week, a job site wasn't going well. It just wasn't. I mean, literally every day something was coming up. Things were coming in wrong. The contractor said, we can't do it the way you wanted to do it. Another contractor said, well, that backup plan won't work either. Sorry, none of this will work. And it was just one frustrating day after another. And I would come home and I'd say, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant to do this anymore. Maybe this is the universe saying, it's just too much. You put in your years. It's time to just do the mentorship. Just do the podcast. Just do what you're learning to love and do it 100% in. And then I met with these students and I reminded myself why I do what I do for a living, why I do the renovation management. The final question I want to share with you all that I was asked was, what is the best part about your job? So the horticulturalist was like, you know, I, I get to, you know, create these beautiful backdrops, people get engaged in photos and yeah, it's wonderful. He's like, I, I see grandparents out with their children with these special moments and memories. And frankly, I go to the garden he works at and I've had a million happy moments there, tons of wonderful memories. And I thought, what a wonderful thing, what a wonderful gift, what this man brings to perfect strangers all day, every day. The investment banker, he said, well, my my best day is, is obviously I grow someone's personal wealth. I mean, yes, that's, that's a hell of a gift, right? He said, on a good day, I can improve someone's bottom line. Fantastic. Now, I was last on that one, so I was thinking and thinking and thinking. And then it, my turn came and I said, the best part about my business is when I hand over a beautiful new home or space to a client, knowing that I have changed the quality of their life. Honestly, the other two guys kind of looked at me like, oh crap, I'm not sure we could go that big, but wow, that's impressive. And it is impressive, right? I'm not patting myself on the back. It's just what we do, right? If we make a successful project happen, we improve the quality of those living in that space, whether it's a ground up new construction home or whether you are renovating a bathroom or putting an addition, those spaces ultimately improve the quality of someone's life. And I told the kids, I looked them straight in the eyes, I go, that's one hell of a high. And then I apologize for saying hell, which of course got a big chuckle, but I'm used to being on job sites. And I thought, well, I was pretty cleaned up actually. So that's the thing I want you all to take away from this. Not that I had a great career day, and I don't think I convinced a single person in any of the sessions, there were three sessions, I don't think I convinced a single person to say, I'm going to be an interior designer. But I had a shot at it. But I do know that every person walked out of that room thinking differently about our industry. And that is a huge win for me. Now, whether those kids go off to become interior designers or go off and hire interior designers. They now know they can look for an interior designer who will manage their renovation projects. 
Hell, they may even tell their parents that night. Hey, mom, did you know that, you know, an interior designer can manage a renovation project? Okay, that's paying it forward in my opinion. But I also want each and every one of you, whether you've been doing this work for six months, six years, or two decades, I want you to take a moment and remember why you started doing this work. It was a really important exercise and came at the very right moment for me to take a deep breath and say, last week sucked. I'm going to chalk it up to that was just a bad week, but it's not every week. I'm doing this because I love what I do. I'm really good at what I do. And still, bad weeks happen. But ultimately, better weeks outnumber the bad weeks. And it's already been a better week this time. So please take the time. Remind yourself why you got into this business. And each of your stories will be unique to you and your circumstances. Whether you started in the career right out of college like I did or whether you've just switched careers, why did you switch? That is going to give you the confidence that you are doing what you want to be doing and bad weeks can still happen. So I hope that this has been fulfilling. I will say they did at the end say, can we sign you up for next year? And I said, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But this really was a valuable experience for myself. I hope the kids learned something as well. But what I've walked away with is it's really good to remind myself the why. And it's also really good to remind myself that we do need to think more about the what next when we've reached that top of that mountain. So as I said, I'm all in. I'm leaning in on the mentorship And if any of you need some advice, need some help, you can always reach out to me so that we can get you back on track and feeling confident about the situation that you're in. So like I said in the beginning, if you want a free 20-minute phone call with me, rate and review this podcast, take a quick screenshot of it, and email it to me. There'll be more information in the show notes on my website in case you're not familiar with how to do that. But for today, I can't thank you enough for your time, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today, and feel free to join me on social media at Davinia Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review, and tell your friends who are starting or are mid-project. And thank you again for listening today.